0: What's up, lifers? It's Bricky, Sergeant Benny. We're back with our bi-weekly episode of Life Through Our Lens. Today, we're going to be talking about the metaverse. Maybe you've heard of it, maybe you haven't. But before we get into that, real quick, we need to do just a quick two-minute regroup with our bet between good old Sarge and good old Benny. Back from our close-to-the-vest episode, we made a little Vikings Bills bet. So the bet
1: was over under for season win totals between the Vikings and the bills, the Vikings were eight and a half so Sarge agreed to nine wins to get the over. I stupidly agreed to an additional game because the bills over under was 11 games and I agreed to 12 games to get a win i'm currently sitting at seven and four. So I need five wins to close out the season. Sarge is at five and six. So he needs four and two to close out the season. I'm feeling decently confident, but I'm pretty confident at the same time. I'm going to be running the beer
0: mile. Yeah, I think I like Sarge's odds a little bit better. So when this episode comes out, the Vikings will have just played the 0-10 and 1 Lions, and Benny will be coming off a Monday night showdown with the old Patriots, the dreaded arrival of the Bills. So I think I mean, you could basically got to go, you got two Patriot games left and a game against Tom Brady and the Bucks. You got to go at least two and one in that. Otherwise you're fucked. We're two, we have to go two and one
1: Monday night. The term is my future of the beer mile and really the bills playoff picture. So that's all I'm going to say about that. I am going to start running because I also want to beat Sarge when we both have to run this thing, it's going to be a competitive race. So, I want to also, if I do participate, I do want to win. Good luck, bud. I've been
2: running for a long time and I got Short long, di- long legs.
1: Short bursts, baby. Short bursts. <laughs> we're going to put money on it too.
2: Hey, so the money that we put, we're going to donate to charity. I don't Agreed. know what, Brickner, what, what's that foundation?
0: The Underprivileged Podcasters Wedding Drinking Fund. Yeah, that uh, sounds good. <laughs> yeah,
2: maybe not that, Uh, <laughs> but something. We'll We'll figure out something, but yeah, good luck, dude. I I have ran a five-minute mile before. Not saying that this is going to be, but. Have you gassed four beers while doing it, though? No. No, I have not. It's going to take pure grit and determination. Between us, there's no way we're not puking. I've been thinking about it a little bit more. I know we discussed behind the scenes, and I can definitely run a mile. No problem. I do it almost every day. But my belly, don't know if I can handle it. But uh, let's move on. Let's move on
0: here. That's enough of that. Yep. So uh, I think it's a good bet, though. Sarge needs to go four and two to win. Benny needs to go five and one. So listeners, if you want a little entertainment to close out the NFL season, there you go. But back to the topic at hand, the metaverse. It's this new thing that is taking the world by storm. Nobody quite knows what it is. But we're going to spend the next 25 to 30 minutes kind of discussing it and what the good, the bad, the ugly, all of it.
2: All right. So we wanted to kind of give a definition of what the metaverse is. And this is according to the Wall Street Journal. The metaverse is loosely defined as an extensive online world where people interact via digital avatars. I'm kind of picturing it as like a player, ready player one type of thing if you haven't seen that movie one, you dumb son. Go see it but if you have that's kind of what i'm picturing it personally but that's the that's a, the wall street journal's
1: definition i think that's exactly i think that's like big picture what it could turn into because ready player one is a dynamite movie also an older movie and i was also reading because i started really geeking out about this because we've been talking about the metaverse for a while and it is kind of fascinating so it's also rooted in like other sci-fi fiction novels that were written in the 1990s, like 1992, before we were even born. So a lot of this, even Ready Player One was a book apparently, and I don't know, some people are just crafty at what their prediction capabilities are. So I'm pretty excited to see what it's going to be. And Britner, I know like the statistics of it and everything, but w- what are you thinking
0: it's going to look like for the future? Well, and yeah, so that brings up a good point. So we, I, I actually watched Ready Player One not too long ago. These boys both told me to check it out, and I've been just obsessing over the metaverse ever since. It's just such a cool concept. And so I wanted to bring up a thread of tweets that we found out uh, on Twitter. Uh, the guy's uh, Twitter handle is at Sean VP. That's S-H-A-A-N VP. He tweeted this out on October 29th. So if anybody wants to go check it out, uh, feel free to do so. It's like a thread of about 12 tweets. And I think Sarge is gonna actually put up a graphic and post it so you guys can can read through it. Uh, but I just want one snippet here to kinda, as a jumping off point. Uh, and, and, and so like the, the big thing with the metaverse is like the physical world versus the digital world. And so his kind of prediction here is that the metaverse is the point in time where the digital world is more important to us than the physical world. So Benny was talking about statistics. And so like before TVs were a thing, like 99% of our attention was on the physical world. And when TVs came out, that dropped down to 85% of our attention being on the physical world, 15 or so on on the digital world. When computers came out, dropped down to 70, now that we have phones, it's down to fifty, and so this guy he he's projecting this out ten to twenty years, and he predicts that ninety percent of our attention will be on the digital world, and ten percent will be on the physical world, which is freaky.
2: It's it it is freaky, but if this is, turns into what we're kind of picturing here, it makes total sense. Like you literally are going to be on the metaverse unless you're pooping, eating, and sleeping, right? Getting it on. Yeah. You probably do that in the metaverse, honestly. Oh, now, yeah, you definitely can.
1: <laughs> Virtually banging. Well, anyone that's seen Ready Player One, they they buy that haptic suit where uh, the touch sensors go in all places. So you never know what's going to be out there in the future. Quick quick uh, question based on those statistics. I know that you said 50%, percent 50 50 when phones came out, but what do you think you currently spend in the digital world right now? And I don't know if this tweet incorporated COVID or not, but I feel like my percentage in the digital world is higher than 50%, at least on a like work week basis.
0: Yeah, definitely. Uh, Cause yeah, I mean, when working from home, I mean, basically I am digital for 40 hours a week. Minimum, you know, you got teams, calls, Skype, chats, emails, phone calls. Like that's all I would consider digital. Yeah, And I just don't know, like, that's what I'm having a hard time wrapping my head around is like, how does it get higher than that? I don't know. That's a really, we're going to be, I don't know. We could
1: talk about that for forever and ever. I really don't understand how we, as a, like us, us three could possibly get into the 90 percentile. I know we were talking about this earlier, but we're kind of a unique generation. Born in like the early 90s, late 80s, we're kind of growing up through all the technological advancements where we started with the internet. We remember brick phones, flip phones. We remember dial-up, AIM, the whole like process, like PSPs. Nintendo 64 was our gaming system that was like a viable thing when we were little ch- little children. Now we got Xbox 360 and if we're going to be walking our way into the metaverse, I don't even know what that's going to look like, but I can tell you that because I didn't have all this technology as a kid and really even like social media until I was like really in college, I just can't picture myself flipping into that 90 percentile. Like even now I'm trying to like run away outside of like TV sometimes and sports games, but all right, you know, two quick things. One,
2: The PSP was way ahead of its time, by the way. But anyways, next question, (laughs) question for both of you. What would you say is your percentage of digital versus real world in in the the future? No, 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 like right now.
1: Specifically, I would say on like work week basis, I mean, I'm at my computer at least eight to 10 hours a day doing this stuff with you guys. I shit, I mean, if listening to music counts, Then like almost all day, just not like my my reality is like what I'm living through. I'm I'm going music does not count. Okay, then I'd probably say it's closer to like sixty percent. I'd say fifty for me. You think you're fifty? Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. I I definitely I'm I'm less than fifty for sure. I mean, if you're wrapping in work with it, I'm not at my computer. I guess I'm on my phone for like a calculator, but does that really count? I don't think so listen to Spotify, listen to life through a lens, of course, but no, I, it, it's going to get nuts. Uh, if this thing really takes off, which I think it will, I mean, it's backed by, I don't know, Facebook marketplace, it's, uh, or it's- not marketplace, sorry, Microsoft,
0: yeah, it's every big company is starting to pop up. Like Benny sent us something. Atari has a world. Uh, Nike teamed up with someone to make a world. I mean, if you think about it, uh, I'm not, I don't play Fortnite at all, but they've had online, like digital concerts and gatherings already. So I feel like we're almost like one foot's in the door for sure already. At, so,
2: 100%. Yeah. So speaking of like all the different, companies that are coming up with the metaverse they're all the metaverse is not going to be like a, oh you're going to facebook's metaverse oh you're going to nike's metaverse you're going to be in just one world they're actually all working together which is
1: nuts so they all want this to happen
0: is that actually confirmed yes that they're all working together
1: yes they'll but, have to it'll all have to be on like a universal platform yep and let we'll be it, able to, you're literally going to be able to explore life virtually the same way that you explore life in the physical world right now.
2: Exactly, Benny. But you can teleport to different experiences, which is where they're going to come and work together. So you can go to the Nike world. You can go to Facebook, farmland, whatever, but you can just teleport. You know how we always say, oh man, I wish I could teleport. Now you can in the metaverse.
0: <laughs> well, and I, I saw something really cool as well. There was a digital land plot that sold for $2.4 million. And they had said that they're going to use it as a fashion district. So your avatar can go to this place and like buy clothes and do all this stuff. And I was talking to these two when we were doing our prep for the show. And I was like, this just seems so stupid to me. Why would you go into a game to go shopping in a mall? And then do you remember what you said?
2: Yeah, so I was a I'm a big 2K uh, basketball guy, and we're already doing that. So if you play 2K at all, you have VC virtual currency that you can actually pay money to. And I'll hand up, I have I've thrown you know 20 40 bucks to get my guy better, but you buy clothes with this virtual currency. So you they already been prepping you, and you've been able to do this since like 2013, by the way, too.
1: By the it's wild. You've been being groomed for a long time, even education the whole way that everything's going. And I don't know, think about how much more high tech everything is, even podcasting, even though with era we're in right now, we're creating entertainment or at least trying to trying to be funny and entertaining a uh, little, little sidebar there <laughs> either way. Uh, so I was trying to think about something really off the cuff. We didn't discuss this, but I wanted to throw this out there for you because I was thinking what new jobs are going to be created in this. And when Brickner, when you just said the, the shopping mall, like, are there going to be virtual clothing designers? Is that going to be like a hot job? Absolutely, to have? you're just going to be sitting at home, like, making virtual clothing for people, and you're going to be like on the red carpet virtually. All right, is that? But, no, think about it, dude. What's the difference? I don't there know. It, I just there can't is see none. That. There is
2: zero difference in my eyes. W- what do you do? It? How do you make? You design something in uh, CAD, computer aided design. Yeah, same thing. We well,
1: better
2: learn n- CAD. Uh, go ahead, and, <laughs> go ahead and teach yourself. You usually have to get a degree for that, but uh, that, I tried no. to learn. It's hard.
0: That is a very interesting point, though, Benny. Like what? Like that's why. Like this whole episode is basically just an exercise. Like, what is the future going to look like? Nobody knows, because like you had said, Benny, when the internet came up, where right when the internet came out, how could you have predicted that Uber was going to be a thing, right? Like there's just absolutely no way for you to know that. Like, oh, cool! I can go look at ebombsworld.com. Twenty years later, I press a button, I get dropped off wherever I freaking want. It's nuts. You can get booze delivered to you. Yeah, exactly. There's you can play like you can go to a casino
1: on your phone now. It's you know literally all the pleasures, the guilty pleasures, are delivered to your mobile device. And if it's a like augmented or virtual reality type deal and you can go into that world. And I know if anyone hasn't seen Ready Player One, do yourself a favor and watch it because all the light balls will go off by what we're talking about. It's gonna be a freaking ridiculous experience. And then yes. uh
2: I hate to bring up COVID, but COVID is only accelerating this. And guys, I I just had like a crazy like we're making up a conspiracy rumor right now. Okay. This is just just popped in my head. What if COVID was a conspiracy to accelerate the metaverse like us going into the metaverse because everyone's realizing, oh, I don't have to work anymore. I don't have to go to work. I can just do it at home, blah, blah, blah. And just like, you know, people are going out less and less. If that
0: is true, then that will be a pretty hell of a documentary someday. Oh, my God.
1: (laughs) That we'll see in our virtual. It's completely (laughs) false. Yeah, it's (laughs) completely false. It's COVID's real as shit. But my metaverse yeah. conspiracy theory is that Mark Zuckerberg is really shy and doesn't like any public attention. The only clothes that dude wears is a hoodie and jeans. And since everybody's going to be obsessed with their virtual avatars, everyone's going to be wearing hoodie and jeans everywhere. So everyone's going to blend in with Zuckerberg and he is not ever going to be noticed in the real world again. Or he's a robot. Or that too. <laughs> it's possible he might be a robot.
0: But no, so, and so, sorry, you had said like COVID has been a springboard, right? For this, it's definitely made people take a step back and probably increased the percentage of people that are on the digital world, or at least the amount of time they're spending each day on it. And one thing that I've noticed since we've all been allowed to go back out, go to sporting events, attendance is way freaking down, way down. So what were you saying about hockey? Hockey
1: specifically was like getting crushed, right? Yes. Yeah.
0: It's way down like across the board. I think there's two teams that are about where they were before COVID hit, and no one really knows why. I mean, yes, some people are, you know, don't want to go out yet. That's completely fine. But I just wanted, like, what if this trend continues? Like, how will, what if you can just put on your goggles? or your virtual reality goggles and sit front row at a game, you know, you, like you can look any direction and just like be at the game.
1: I mean, that's so. kind of what happened in to COVID too, especially for the NBA was like really, really good at that. And even when they had that bubble, you could see the virtual people and some people had avatars. Some people decided to be on cameras themselves, but then they were all courtside or they could sit anywhere they wanted in the arena. So like, are we going to have, virtual world season tickets. Is that like a possibility? People are going to be, yeah, I'm a season ticket holder in the VR and that's how we view sports moving forward. Does that
0: even make sense? I can see it happening.
2: I can, but you're a loser. If you're doing that, in my opinion, are you kidding me? Benny, imagine going to a bills game, but not being at the bills game. Are you kidding me? How are you supposed to pregame?
1: How are you supposed to break a table? I agree. I mean, I, I see for us, I, again, I just, I don't think it's going to really impact us. I think we're going to have to like join it more than we want to, because that's what everybody chooses to do. But right now, like I'd rather go to a bills game with that being said, the NFL and the NBA and pretty much every other major sports organization out there has made it very convenient to watch the game at home. So if you have buddies coming over, it's a, a lot cheaper because ticket prices are insane right now. And B, You don't have to wait in line to go to the bathroom because let's be real. That's the biggest pain in the ass at an NFL game.
0: (laughs) Well, and I, so I want to go back to like the projection of 20 years out. Right. Yeah. Like, and like, Sarge, you had said you were a big NBA 2k guy. What if in 20 years there is, you know, guys who have been like kids who have been playing NBA their whole life, NBA 2k. And they're like, quote unquote, professional players. There's a draft, this whole thing. So you like actually have to go to the game virtually to oh. watch. So,
2: oh my God. Yeah. So we I mean, could be watching like a, like an, e-gamer. it's all, the, yes. Okay. Which one of you guys brought up that
1: esports is more popular than real sports right now? Rickner said that it's more popular than like T-ball kids aren't signing up for like little league anymore, which is crazy. Kids are just playing call of duty and Fortnite and other assortments and games. I mean, even right now, think about this. I mean, I've definitely watched highlights. Like Twitch is crazy, right? When I was like super duper into Call of Duty because I was a little bored during COVID, not going to lie. I watched streamers before. And now I still have friends my age who just watch streamers. They don't even play video games. They just watch other people play video games, which is mind-blowing to me. But then take it down to like kids. So some of my colleagues, they have kids that are like, late middle school, early high school, and they choose to watch streamers over like sports or play activities, which is extremely alarming to me that that's the way people are moving.
2: Yeah, uh, shout out to my coworker, Ryan. Literally, he watches someone on Twitch
0: every single day or like listens to them playing. But think it's really not, like if you think about it, it's really not that weird because I, I, I play Call of Duty, right? Or, you know, I'm a, I'm a casual gamer. I'm not good admittedly I'm not good at it and I also like used to play hockey and I love watching hockey I don't play hockey anymore but I love watching people play I watch the NHL almost every day so it's kind of the same like the twitch guys are like the professionals so you're watching someone play the thing that you like but is just really good at it I, yeah, I guess I need to start playing video games better or
1: just find a weird, like a really one-off game to be super good at. Cause it's not just like the big games. There are people that stream like weird stuff I've never heard of before. And they're, they're now making lots and lots of money. They have everything they could ever ask for because they're very good at one random video game, crazy stuff. Honestly,
0: it's a legitimate career path now. Dude,
1: what if that's a new like college degree? Like, well, you wouldn't go to college for, but what if there is some scholarship, sort of pro, some sort of program that you're like, yeah, like I'm on the esports team, bro. There are colleges it? that have
0: yeah. esports teams. Seriously? Yes.
1: Yeah. Get out of here. You guys are <laughs> No, I swear dude.
0: to god, man. <laughs> that
1: all right. I I am now. I feel like an old person right now. I feel really out of date, out of touch right now. I can't be- You got to be shitting me. There's actually people that get scholarship money to go to universities because they play video games at a high caliber. Yes. You got it. I don't know how I feel about that. (laughs) (laughs) You guys,
2: uh, if you think about it, not sure which one of you guys mentioned, but you know how we kind of started with the technology and stuff. We kind of fucked up not getting super good at video games because we had to jump on everyone. You know what I mean? So we could have been making bank.
0: Yeah, but at the time it was it was, you know, quote unquote, a waste of time. You're melting your brain. And how would you ever know that you could make money playing video games? If I was eight years old and I got my first ever PlayStation and my dad was like, you can be a millionaire. If you get good at this, I would have played until I couldn't, I wouldn't have slept, I would have only played PlayStation.
1: That would have, that would be the biggest, like stick it in your parents' face ever for our generation. Honestly, cause I, we all heard the same thing you're in your brain just a waste of time, stop doing this, go get out and play outside. Now there's like literally 12 year olds who are millionaires because they're good at Fortnite, which is crazy to me. And their parents are probably pumped.
0: Yeah, no. And and that kind of brings us into our next point here. How do you think human interaction is going to change? Like projecting it out into that 10 to 20 year range. I can definitely
1: see from like, you know, just talking about the educational world is like I can't believe there's actually people that have scholarship money to go play video games in college. And just think about that. Are they out there communicating Are they're out there, you know, hopefully not binge drinking, but maybe they're safer for it. They're just living in their gamer world. I don't know. I think at this point people are already getting very awkward. I have lots of friends, people that are younger older than me that don't like to talk on the phone anymore, let alone let alone see each other in person, right? You have to send a text message because there's a blanket of security. I don't need to answer right now. Oh my God, oh my, like, you know, people panic. So we're the, like, we're the last cusp of this. What about kids that are like 10? And then in the future, if they just grow up in this, it's going to be like crippling to do a presentation.
0: Yeah, and I actually heard that because uh, like uh, the schooling thing, right? The 10-year-olds, all them. Like the big part of going to elementary school is just like learning rules, learning to follow directions, talking to people, all that type of stuff. And I actually saw that during COVID, illiteracy percentages are way up because people aren't in school. So they're just, it's delaying learning, which is interesting. Honestly, that's kind
1: of crazy and also extremely interesting because how we judge people's ability moving forward is going to be drastically changed. It's like Gary Vee says all the time it's like education is going to be upheaved because getting good grades and being able to read are not going to be important it's just like it's not you can listen to audiobooks now eventually who knows what it's going to look like obviously it's important to read and be educated but at the same time do you need that to be successful probably not right you're going to have a freaking translator on your phone we already do you 100%
0: need to be able to read do do you you Yes, I, th- I think so. Yes, well, the like the big one that I've heard is like cursive, right? Oh, we all yeah. learn. We all learn cursive growing up. I you could legitimately never write something down with a pen or paper for the rest of your life and be fine, right? Sorry, this just triggered it. Uh, I'll never forget this ninth grade Miss Martin's class. She had everyone
2: write cursive except for me because I have the worst handwriting in the fucking world. It's you did god awful. It it's is so awful. bad. It is so bad. She she just let me just write
1: because she couldn't read it at all. But anyway, sorry. I oh that's fine, dude. Dr. Sarge, baby. You're just you were you were born to be a doctor. That's scribble. <laughs> Doctors have an, an incredible knack to just read scribbles, and they're like, Yep, that's just like 14 letter crazy pharmaceutical word, and like they pick it up, no problem. <laughs> Maybe that was your that's your missed calling. So but yeah, but it's a little doctor for Sarge.
0: Let's back it up a little bit back to the, like the human interaction. And like, yeah. Benny, you were saying how people are going to freak out when they have to, you know, meet people in person. But what if, and this is just a complete, what if, what if it helps, you know, like what, if you can talk to people like with your avatar and you're hanging out with people on there, like ready player one, we brought mm-hmm. it up a hundred times here. They, they had it was H and what's the main character is Z. H and Jay or something, but I mean, they were friends and they had never met in real life. I think it definitely could help in some capacity. I think if anything, it's going to make people who
1: may be less extroverted, more comfortable communicating or making friends. And it's going to bring a lot of different connections in. If anything, it's just like people from all over the world are going to find similar people. Whereas like in the world today, or like, you know, 20 years ago, Extroverted people, people that were outgoing and like risky in a sense, vulnerable, were a little bit more predominant. If you were shy and hesitant, you might not have been as successful socially or just like in the world. And now that might not matter. And if that blanket of security is enough for somebody to move the needle, who knows? But I just i I struggle to see that we're just gonna live in this virtual world and that it's gonna be good for human interaction i think it's gonna be a total soul sucker overall
2: <laughs> what's like your living situation gonna look like now because if you're always in the metaverse like you what do you need a bedroom Kit okay, like obviously you need a little bit of a kitchen but you could studio apartments are gonna be flying off the shelves you know what i mean or they already that's are that's not the basically. right that's not the right word
1: I'm yeah it saying, is but yeah so i think you go one of two ways right if anything I feel like I would just live out in the sticks as long as I had good Wi Fi. I would just live out in the middle of nowhere, have my basic needs met, and then I'd be in the VR world. Or you could live in the city, but like, why would you pay high rent if you're just gonna be like stuck in your glasses?
0: I don't know. And 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 that could all change too, right? Like in Minneapolis, in Minnesota, it's cheaper to live in Minneapolis than it is the suburbs. Like it's starting to flip already. Yeah. So who knows, man? It's yeah, it's hard to. I truly don't think that, like, the people our age, the three of us, it's just going to be tougher to be immersed in this, right? Would If you're born and raised in it, I can absolutely see how you would be in it like that's your life. I think it's going to be really weird and
1: human interaction, again, is going to be very different than what we're used to. It scares me to have kids. I think that's a really scary thing for the future, like, future generations – Because are we going to be able to relate to everything that they're doing? How is work going to change? How is like schooling going to change? Is like our entire script of like knowledge and advice going to be like obsolete because they're going to be in a different world? I don't know. It's just there's so many questions out there. I almost feel like we're doing like a time capsule. We're going to listen to this in 20 years and be like, we were way off. Samsonite, (laughs) maybe Samsonite. (laughs) That's kind of what I'm, we're we're probably so far off, but you never know. It's, it's kind of like a dreamer mentality right now. Sarge, what are you pondering over there? Just let it rip kid. You mentioned about like the, you know, when you're raising a kid, you
2: don't want to expose them to all this dirt, you know, certain stuff, right? You don't want your five-year-old saying fuck, right? When are people going to be introduced into the metaverse? You know, how kids are getting cell phones at like eight now could you imagine that when we were growing up like when when are they like parenting so let's say you're obsessed with the metaverse right like you just love the metaverse you're in the metaverse and you have a kid you get that taken away like are you just already just gonna introduce your kid to the metaverse right
1: away I don't know that's what I'm kind of thinking about right now I feel like you're gonna have to it's the only viable option I feel like school is gonna be strictly like through that you might be in person but I feel like education is gonna be phenomenal See, for everybody who's a visual learner and they're going to have like they might be in person but they're going to be like in a cube with their freaking headset on
0: <laughs> yeah and, and i was going to say that exact same thing ben it's all going to depend, depend on the educational stuff right because there's I, I mean you got little kids on ipads playing games and learning at the same time
1: oh dude i got it sarge it's kind of like it's kind of like the drinking age is 21 so like how do they like have rules and regulations for kids that shouldn't be doing age appropriate things they're younger there's gonna be there's gonna be like parental locks on kids like headsets and shit man it's gonna be like there it is you can't go to the casino until you're 21 or like show your virtual id there's gonna be hack. we're gonna be virtual fake ids in the future baby it's gonna be mental
0: <laughs> i love it all right so this is our time's coming up here we're trying to keep these episodes close to 30 minutes as we can so is our parting shot here After we've kind of discussed this, what do you guys think? Is this going to be a good thing or a bad thing? I personally think it's going to be a net bad thing
1: for like the human species, but I think for like technologically, like education and all that, I think it will be a good thing, but net negative because I think human interaction is going to suffer and I struggle to see a world, especially right now that we're going to be able to just not have face-to-face conversations and like friendships and things like that so for capitalism i think it's going to be incredible
2: and i think that every smart company is going to have a plan for the metaverse like even like polaris is going to be able to design a virtual snowmobile right the nfl is going to have this so all these companies that are thinking about the future are all going to have something like this but i kind of uh, more on the it's going to be a good thing like people are going to be smart as fuck I feel like, like you guys mentioned, like the education thing. I've, everything's gonna be so accessible. People are gonna know so much, and people are gonna be more connected. Where uh, Ricky, I think you mentioned earlier that you're gonna find like-minded people, which is gonna, I think, would bring more people together. But at the same time, it could be a bad thing if they have bad views. But I don't. Know, I, I think. It, I think it's gonna be sweet, honestly.
1: So just to confirm, you're, you're shading it in the positive side. Yes. Okay.
0: Yeah. And I'm, I'm split right down the middle, man. I, I don't know if it's going to be good or bad. I just know it's going to be different, like very different. Right. And when in it, whenever there's change, you got people who champion the change people who resist the change people who just don't really care and just go with it. Right. So I don't know. It, it, it could go either way to be honest, but the uh, coach, why don't you put a bow on it for us. All let's
2: wrap this up. Uh, let us know, guys, what you guys think about the metaverse as far as if you think it's a good thing or bad thing. But as a parting little message here, we want to hear from you guys. So please give us a call at 651-419-0885. And you can actually send text messages. Just found that out. Check out our website at lifethroughourlens.com. Shoot us an email, lifethroughourlens.com r
1: lens zero zero at gmail and one more thing if you like this if you like what you're listening to please share this with your friends please share this with anybody that you like let us help you help us help you spread the word as Sarge said so perfectly
0: you freaking turds